0: Let's just do it. Here we are in the electric Fuck chair. Yeah. Let's go. Okay.
1: Hi, and welcome to I Know the Owner, a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. I'm Charlene Wellington, your host and the owner, and I'm here with my guest, Angela Waterhouse. Um, she's a bartender at Stone Park Cafe and the ear in. Hi, Angela. Hello, Charlene. How are you this evening? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Better now I'm having one of your lovely Irish coffees. Yes, that looks delicious. Thank you. Um, Angela's one of my favorite bartenders. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We met at Stone Park. We did meet at Stone Park. We met. um, I, I don't know when we exactly first met, but I guess I got to know you... Um, back when I was working out to get in shape for my that was wedding, at your wedding it was your t- yes. Tuesday night workout. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, because Stuart had the boys Dungeons over. and Dragons. Yes,
0: I couldn't sweet. believe it, and then I saw Stuart. I'm like, he plays Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> he doesn't
1: look like the type.
0: Not even slightly. But I do. I, I appreciate a good nerd. I, I really know. do. Yeah. And I would go to
1: Fight Club at the gym. That's right. And then I would come see you at Stone Park. Frangelico to finish your dinner. Yes. <laughs> and you would take very,
0: very good care of me. Thank you so much. My pleasure. How's it, how's it going? Well, we've all had a strange year, mm-hmm. as we know. Yes. I, I've been a bartender with one foot nailed to the floor and no one to talk to. So it's been a very strange one. It's killing But me. I'm really grateful yeah. to be to be working. And I've never stopped, actually, even when we went into shutdown. I didn't make my banana bread at home. I didn't have that time and that luxury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we... Stayed open straight through, insofar as doing delivery pickups, and we had to reinvent ourselves. Yes. So that was an interesting time. Yes. Um, how to make cocktails to go, what would work, what would not work for people, and really what they wanted, which I'm comfort. nodding my head, but I, I should speak, because this is an audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I know. <laughs> been there, been yes, there. Yes, indeed. Um, how, how long have you been at Stone Park? I'm um, there uh, 12 years. Wow. Yes, and I'm at the
0: in 11 as of this week. It would be my 11th anniversary there. How long have you been bartending? 20 years. Okay. I moved to New York. My first job was at Tribeca Grill. Oh, okay. And I worked there as a waiter, and then I was very lucky to be involved in the wine program. Uh, They'd just bought in an inventory, and I asked if I could be part of that, and doing inventory every week and counting everything from that. I was lucky enough, um, our sommelier, David Gordon, sent me to some classes under the premise of... guys that I would set up the glasses for the wine and could be part of the class and I never had to pay for them so I got a lot nice. of a lot of class out of that and I was very lucky my first one was at Windows on the World with Kevin's Rayleigh
1: oh so back in the what? day I got
0: the most beautiful view of the most amazing city in the world I knew people who worked at Windows yeah it was um, it was it was just a charmed
1: and charmed experience it was
0: really really wonderful I know? used to go
1: swing dancing there really yes that's fantastic yes. And um, I used to work at the art bar. Yeah. And so all of your staff would come drink at my bar after <laughs> yes, work. Yes, we would. Yeah, We were yeah. good for drinking back in the, do- the yes, good, yes, good old yes. days. Remember going out uh, <laughs> after I mean, work drink. Drink. Now that's my hard thing. It's like, I've, even mm-hmm. though I've never, I've, only in the
0: past 12, 11 years, I've been a, a late night bartender. Up until then, I was a restaurant bartender. Mm -hmm. So I was always, I always had frequent flyer miles at every other bar around there. That's how I know all my friends from going out drinking after working in restaurants. And it was a really, really great thing. And after 20 odd years, we won't say how many, (laughs) most of them are still my friends. So I'm really, really lucky.
1: That's great. So you're mainly, because you have such a like pub quality bartending (laughs) style. Yeah. You have that way of making it feel like everybody's your best friend. Everyone, thank you. I really (laughs) like that. Thank you. Yeah, the
0: Eiren was my first pub I've ever worked in. I always worked in restaurants, whether it was for Danny Meyer, Uh for Tribeca Grill, etc. I worked for um, the Batali Group. Finally working at Danny Meyer, it was the People's Republic of China uniform, but <laughs> the modern and you never had a regular customer as it was a museum. And that broke my soul as a bartender. I never yeah. got to say hello to the same person twice. And I ended up then I started at the I started at Stone Park. Josh had been my friend. Mm-hmm. We'd worked together for back at back at the grill in oh, the, okay. my original job. And then I'll I started there one day. There. Yeah So uh, Then the year in Came along And it was just It's all about talking to people As my mother said I finally get to talk for a living You know Yeah Finally you found your job And your vocation Yeah But it really is I think it's about chatting to people And making everybody feel comfortable And happy
1: That's what I think Yeah Um, Also um, You get away with calling people love And pet (laughs) And all of those things That I've tried and tried and tried If I don't remember your name I just kind of have to fess up because <laughs> any of those, if I'm like, hey, honey, wh- whichever one of those I use, it sounds like I'm being a bitch. If I'm like, listen, honey, like, I can't get away no, with it. No. I can't say it in an, in- look, me, darling. Finally, the dodgy Irish accent pays always, off. <laughs> it <laughs> always sounds like I'm being
0: sarcastic. No, it's one of those. <laughs> and truly, that was my thing. Uh, at, when I started working at Tribeca Grill, there were over 100 employees and particularly the back of the house and it was like, I didn't speak Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I speak mm-hmm. Spanglish. Uh, but back then, not a word. And so everyone, they'd all introduce themselves. And the following day, I'm like, hello, pet. Hello, pet. <laughs> and that's how and everyone thought that was their nickname specifically. And it was nice. I I, I, re- I, meant it sincerely.
1: I really did. But I just... That was, must be why. It was overwhelming. You're not faking it. Because no. I... This is That's the whole reason I got you on here. I was like, what is your secret? And your secret is you mean it. Oh, <laughs> Truly, I'm in so much trouble. I remember your you cat's name. You actually like people. I do. I remember <laughs> your cat's
0: name and I know what you drink. That's that's all you need. That's it. That's and I've, I've had that mistake with people in different bars where someone will come in. And I'm like, Doers Rock's Twist. Yes. And they're like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. I've not been here before. And it's like, oh. So we have to go back three bars, maybe, where oh, you worked wow. or three restaurants. And then it's like... That's where we met. Okay, that's what it is. But it's always, you know what somebody drinks. and I'll it.
1: remember your drink. I won't remember your name. I won't remember your cat's name. <laughs> and I will know immediately, like, you did something fucked up. Or you oh. were a good person. You were cool. But I won't remember why. Yeah. I just, like, get up. You may remember the good ones, something. but you'll never forget the bad ones. Never. <laughs> never. never. <laughs> Especially the bad tippers. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I know.
0: I know who you are.
1: Um, Tell me about the Ear Inn. I I don't I know I've been there, but I can't remember. The it. The Ear Inn is one of the greatest greatest
0: bars in this city, and I started drinking there when I worked at the Grill. It's just on Spring Street. It was a few blocks up. It was still a, it's in the middle of nowhere back then. Mm-hmm. There was nothing around us. Uh, you felt like you were on a three day camel ride to get there, but it was always worth it. Mm-hmm. The bartenders there were always the loveliest people, and I was it was just fantastic. A lot of times I didn't get there till four a.m but I was still welcome for a drink mm-hmm. after going to another bar with my friend who was a bartender uh-huh. Uh-huh. but we always that, it just was one of those places so I drank there a lot I really loved it it is the second oldest bar in the city uh. I mean, it's there since 18 18- and their
1: sign basically says bar, bar and the B
0: is blacked it's out it's blacked out it's there since 1817 and it didn't really wow. have a name it was owned by James Brown it's in the crossing the Delaware James Brown Wow. And he owned it, that's the original owner. And it's uh, one of very, two very old houses left in the city that still have the old eaves in it. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's on the official uh, haunted registry of the United States. Okay. So that, I missed that this year, Halloween. We always got all the people coming in. Are you really haunted? Are you really? They so say, Well, I've heard a lot of moaning, but I've never, <laughs> I've never actually seen a ghost. <laughs> and it really is. It's a great bar. It's so quaint and it has not changed. And people that work there it's very rare you see a changing of the guard there also Mm -hmm. so I think that's what makes it really special people that have been there have been there a long time and I was very very lucky to be one of those people that started I don't think any there were any women that really worked at night there was Barbara and Louise who worked during the day but Mm -hmm. never at night and I was one of the first women to work at night
1: how'd you get them to let you do that Uh, it was a friend of mine was working there and he
0: decided he wasn't anymore and they were like how do we replace you and I was like
1: ask her she
0: (laughs) pretends and it was like okay and I thought it was a joke when they called me originally do you know what year that was? Oh, if you go the back year 11 years 11 ago. 11 years, yeah. So and it was, it that was long right long. before Thanksgiving They called me, and I remember just starting right after. And I went in, bar, bar, and the barber, the day bartender was like, I know you know here a lot, but I'm going to show you what we do behind the bar. And I was like, uh-huh. okay. But uh, my first two customers, I had, uh, you two came in. They were my first two customers at 4 o'clock on you a rainy, rainy. Two. Yes, Tuesday afternoon. Bono. And the edge.
1: And the edge. Were your first customers? My first. Yeah, That's first, amazing. She sat down for
0: lunch and I was left to my own devices.
1: And you had the same accent. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Didn't realize at the time. It, it apparently gets stronger when I talk to other Dublin people. My you know?
1: Brooklyn accent comes out when I'm around my stepsisters.
0: <laughs> but so. I just like the old how you love and just they just put up the two fingers, two, two pints, which obviously means Guinness. And the Guinness uh-huh. there is fantastic. So I brought them around and the third one was looking a bit dodgy and I was like, oh, we've got to change the keg. And I went out to change and someone gave them the two dodgy looking pints. Oh no. I poured two fresh ones, came around and I'm very sorry and I took the other ones out of their hands. They looked like soup and I hand them on and they were like, are you from Dublin? I am. And <laughs> I was like, and yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Pretending I
1: don't know who you are. And they were like, yeah. And they and couldn't yourself. have been nicer. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's I nice never enough. know if a famous person comes in, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Henry just brought that's, me a seltzer. Yeah, that's good service. That's service.
0: service. Yeah. Um,
1: I never know when a famous person comes in, if I should act like I know who they are or pretend like I don't know who they are. Um, I've actually had, on occasion, um, semi-famous, famous person yeah. come in, and I recognize them, and I assume we went to go into high school together. And I'm like, <laughs> "Did you go to Madison?" That's a really good quality, <laughs> though, isn't it? And they're like, "No." Yeah. And I'm like. Yes, you did. You yeah. went to Madison. I know you. Dean Winters, you went to Madison. Well, Dean Winters, up here. <laughs> oh, does he? He's, it's a so very, funny. He's, a, he's a very good customer it's so there. It's He I, used I, to come I, into the say, art bar, and I thought I knew him he's from... He's a friend. I would say he's a friend. He's a oh, gentleman. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I thought he went to high school with there me the first time I saw him, and then I was so embarrassed, because well, I was like, oh, my, I know you from television.
0: My maiden name is Duffy, and uh, his, name, his character on 30 Rock was Dennis Duffy. My brother was in town... And he was like, hey, "It's your brother, Ange." And I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "Dennis Duffy, meet Dave Duffy." And they were like, "How are you?" And they hung out all night. <laughs> and at the very end of the night, my brother's like, "What a lovely, lovely guy. He looks like he's a ringer for the Bloke on Thirty Rock, isn't he?" <laughs> 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 I'm like, it, it, "That is him." And he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you couldn't say you couldn't meet a nicer person. He's really uh-huh. lovely. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, at traffic, well, you we're gonna try back a grill. You saw a lot of famous people. You were told who they were because you had to wait on them. Mm. And you were like,
1: "Okay." But, Whatever, but a ninety nine percent are always lovely. I only worked a few times in a place where it wasn't the kind of thing where you're welcoming people into your home. Like I've only worked in neighborhood. Yeah. I worked in a few places and I didn't last long because, yeah. like a place like Tribeca Grill, you're supposed to be like, oh hello sir, you know, uh-huh. you know you're a famous person, but I'm not I'm, allowed to look you in the eye, um, and that. Thank God no. no very few of them
0: were like that they were yeah. always nice and usually it was you know they were meaning um, whether it was Robert De Niro or <coughs> Harvey Weinstein you were allowed to say that word <laughs> at the time and we'll
1: edit that out we'll uh,
0: but uh, it was strange at the time because um, no one liked waiting on Harvey Weinstein and yeah. I was like he doesn't bother me it's like Obviously, I was not his demographic.
1: Oh, no. Gosh darn it. Damn it. <laughs> I could have been a
0: millionaire. No, the God, that's terrible. I, that's a terrible
1: thing to say, but you know what I mean. But isn't it funny how servers can just tell? You know. He's... You can just tell. You... Like, if people don't treat their servers right, he, he, they're he bad never, people. It was never mean
0: or anything. It just was... Indifferent, and it was just diet coke, lemon. No lemon, change my ashtray, and that was his life. Oh, so I remember ashtrays. Yeah, <laughs> days of yore, right? That was my first big fight with somebody who was. Uh, it was actually Ben Affleck, and it was like you can't smoke on this side, so you can smoke on that side of the bar. Move ten feet, and he. Do you know who I am? I really don't. But you mind moving? I over? really don't. I really Rashford. don't. Sport. Yeah. So that was a strange uh, thing. And then he made goodwill Hunting that year. So oops. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. <laughs> still, don't, still don't like you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it, they, they, that was how I, I started in restaurants and bars here. But I say, I was on the floor and then watching the bartenders there and I was like, I want to learn how to bartend. They seemed like they have been more fun. Mm-hmm. In Ireland, I think bartending was pouring pints. It always looked like an old people vodka and, you know, vodka and mm-hmm. it was very simple. Here, it seemed like people have really had character and I really, it's like I learned to bartend. And one of the first things was um, I was told when I looked up and it was all the different Scotches I don't know what's, I knew the Glenlivets and I knew, maybe mm-hmm. but nothing. And then it was like every bottle has a story, and it's up to you to learn it. So I sat down and bought myself a little book. And oh I used to go wow! To, I used to go to Keen Steakhouse once a month. I love Keen Steakhouse. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, I, was, I swear, I was only there for the scotch. I swear. <laughs> but I'd had three scotches and I'd ordered steak, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. The bartender was like not unfriendly, but just like busy. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was there one day, and I was like, "Can I?" try the Glen the the Couture, and can I try something else? And then he finally kind of scratched his butt and he looked at me and goes, yeah, I'm not that one. And he pointed to a bottle I'm like, oh, you do but, recognize me. <laughs> you see so me funny. as a little nerd with my little book." <laughs> but it was more but about he couldn't be nice. Nah, he just like, <laughs> leave her alone. But it was more about the steak and the cream spinach, I'll be very honest. Yes. It was fantastic. Yes. But it was, a, it was a, great educate, a great way to learn things.
1: Sit yeah. To drink. It's the only way you'll know about it. Taste it and try it. I never got into um, tasting... I like wine tasting, beer tasting. I think that I don't have the palate for it, so it feels like homework to me. Yeah. So I've always just concentrated on the people part of it. And I really think that's, that's the best part. Yeah.
0: You can get a very average drink from the nice person in the world. It's the greatest day you'll ever have. Yeah. I think sometimes people lose that hospitality aspect and forget. They're, they're so busy with their head down muddling things. They forget that somebody yes. them that's paying $15 per cocktail. Mm-hmm. And they're so important. Yeah. and I, I believe that aspect went missing for a while I think it's come back a lot but truly I think that's the greatest aspect is really and
1: hopefully that will come back
0: when <laughs> when we're allowed we're all, to have people sitting we're at the all bar back. across know, from us I know one day but that is t- that is really the main thing it's like who who's come in to spend their money with you and you talk to them sometimes they don't want to talk you, but other times a lot especially my accent a lot of people are love to make strike up a conversation and it's the nicest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I've worked to people who are like, oh, someone else asked me from Ireland, I'll get so mad. <laughs> don't, don't, they're just trying to make a connection with you and it's the nicest thing and it's what you do, it's like, this
1: is our industry, we talk to people. And the more I talk to you, the more clear it is that there's no trick to what you do, you just actually like people.
0: i <laughs> <laughs> <Actually>, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I it's, it's really nice, every day, is a, you know, I learn something new, whether don't do that or That's how you do something right. It's a really, really nice thing. I'm really lucky.
1: All those days, I would sit in there, and I was like, Angela's so nice to me. I wonder if that's just like, (laughs) she's just so good at her job that she makes everybody think that they're the most important person. Um, but you actually generally like people I don't even know what to say I'm dead on the inside Charlie you <laughs> It dead <laughs> I it, I mean to be in this business this long and not have it like take the soul out of you that's, that's the thing it's, it's uh, tough because we I, see people at their worst at their worst and
0: believe me it's like I've gone to work on days when it's absolutely soul sucking. I've had a worst day ever
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I go to work and truly there was one day I remember it was really bad but it was like 5.30 I'm like okay and people started talking to me and I started talking to them and I genuinely forgot what was going on. I mm-hmm. was so bad about my day. And it just, the interaction and talking to the people did not, I don't focus on yourself. It was, yeah. it was lovely. And it was a very simple moment. Then somebody called me, then later, to say, Are you all right? And I was like, But what? Like, Earlier on, you were, I was like, I am. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's still going to be there tomorrow, but I'm doing so much better now. <laughs> and I really genuinely mean that. It, it's, it's lovely to talk to people. And uh, I learned that from a very good friend of mine, Jason it's like people can make you the greatest drink in the world but when you walk into a bar this is not phony on his side either it's like mm-hmm. how are you darling he was always the most positive mm-hmm. how are you doing and you could see people were having a bad day and talk to them and he, he taught me a lot about that part of
1: it so maybe the reason why my darlings sound sarcastic is because they kind of are. <laughs> this is good therapy for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a dodgy, dodgy British, British accent, so he gets away
0: with more. Also, to... I need a
1: dodgy accent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but even if I pour on my Brooklyn accent, it sounds worse. If I'm like, "Hey, darling," like it's, it's just, <laughs> I just do. <laughs> it just it's the more accent, the more condescending. I it think says. you're underestimating yourself too. I feel in your barn. I think you're fantastic. Well, thank you of course my, I love. <laughs> my pleasure seriously it's a wonderful thing um i totally forgot to mention that we're here at minnie's bar mm-hmm. um i i totally forgot um which is uh a bar that i partially own um with my two partners lewis and henry and you're close with both of them i you worked with both worked of them with both of this them. is why you know restaurants and
0: bars are family yeah, dysfunctional yeah. family but we're family and I couldn't be prouder or happier for my two friends to own here and it's not far from my my home so mm-hmm. this is my local bar and you saved my, you saved my life this summer your <laughs> Frozens I oh they it. were
1: so good oh my god our Lord. frozen drinks at minis they were fantastic
0: delicious the frozen aviation might be mm-hmm. my favourite evening ever <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was a large pint of gin and that's all we remember yes <laughs> it was cold I guess it was fantastic uh-huh. but no truly it's a, it's great and again it's like your other bartender Jorge works
1: with him also oh so it's like yeah, there we are awesome yeah Yeah, I've been trying to touch on the fact that like each bar is, is its own little family and um, I think I flock to bartending because, you know, like, your family's not so great, and then you, like, yeah. find this bar, and it's almost like crisis bonding because Absolutely. this business is so high-stressed considering how really not important it is. It could be very... So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's very, so very So you're, like, in the trenches with people, and yeah. then you go out, and, like, afterwards you go out and you get a drink, and you're like... What we just went through together, yeah, and <laughs> and it's it's a little bit crazy, and was, then yeah, but it's it's great like that so, you know. You go around
0: here, and you got your bartender there, and he's like, "Let's go on," you know. And you, you saw everyone chills and you relax, and it's wonderful. As i say my my local bars were always down in Tribeca. There, it's like Walkers. I still go there, and I end up working there too because they're part of the year-in family. Oh, okay. That was default. when I ended up working. Uh-huh. Like somebody injured themselves. But I, I drank there for as well. That was my first bar I'd go to in the afternoon. And I then another bar called the Liquor Store, which is now gone. It was a Jay Crew, boo. Ah, oh, boo. I know. It was this bar was fantastic. It was so unique, and the bartenders there were still are still my friends years later.
1: I think that's the other thing. Um, at least in New York I don't really know I didn't I haven't bartended in, in other states yeah. but I know that there's this whole world that's kind of like unattainable if you're not in a certain economic class but it doesn't pertain to people in this business oh that's,
0: that's so true you, you always so true
1: even if it's like out of your price range you always know somebody who knows somebody who works there yeah. you can always sit at the bar and at least just get a drink uh-huh. or like sit at the bar and get an appetizer like there's nothing mm-hmm. that's out of your reach No. if you're in this business and, and that's always a beautiful thing and we go to each other's bars to support each other yeah
0: you always know people who are not in our industry that go like I know the bartender is going to hook me <laughs> up I'm like
1: well, you're a moron yeah, <laughs> yeah. because no. we go to support each other yeah we don't go to get hooked up uh-uh. anybody who walks in thinking like I'm going to get free drinks, because I know the bartender, no. or because I know the owner, ah, ah that's where the name ah, comes no from. <laughs> there we are, we've gone full circle. We've Back have full name. circle. Yeah, that's always the greatest thing Only about. episode three, and we already figured <laughs> out the, I name. know the owner. I <laughs> do too, you <yeah>. <laughs> me. Yeah, exactly. And I probably know them better than you, because oh, I, I see
0: them every day. I got a great one on that mm-hmm. one with a lady at the bar when I worked at the Modern, the soul-sucking uh-huh. job I have. Where, where? The Modern. It was a Diamond Meyer group. Okay. That, no reflection on them, it was just that place. It was being in a museum, and the, the lady one day was like, "No, I could do nothing right, basically." Mm-hmm. And, do you know how to make this drink? And I, I'm really sorry, I don't. Let me ask my colleagues. Everything I asked, anything I could do, mm-hmm. and finally it was just like it's. I was like, if you just tell me the ingredients, it's like a piano player, if you how much I can play it. Yeah. She gave me the ingredients. I'm like, I think that's a sidecar <laughs> <laughs> instead of a cyclone. Like, oh. And I'm very happy to make it for you, no problem. She's like, Does Mr. Mayer know you work for him? And it was like, Mr. Meyer does. And he's such a gentleman. <laughs> he heard me. Thanks for asking <laughs> Mr. Mayer, yeah. You're so close. You know the owner. There you are. And I think that was the end of my, I cannot work here anymore. I'm out. And I was like, Time of death? Done.
1: I. <laughs> I had such an when I was waiting tables, I had such a long argument with somebody who insisted that pepperoni is a vegetable <laughs> that was fantastic. I was working in this sports bar in a hotel, and I don't know like what kind of <laughs> fancy place she thought she was, but she ordered a pizza like like a little personal pizza that we have in this sports bar, (laughs) and she ordered it with pepperoni, and I brought it, and she's like, what is this? This is salami. And I'm like, no, it's pepperoni. And she's like, no, pepperoni is a vegetable. And and I was like, no, are you thinking of pepperoncini? And she's like, no, pepperoni. (laughs) And she... She had an Italian accent, and the last few times I told the story, I, I made fun of her accent, but I don't feel comfortable doing that now. <laughs> she wasn't Brooklyn but, Italian, though, was no, she? she? No, she wasn't. She was Italy Italian. She like, didn't know her no, pepperonis. Pepperoni is a vegetable, and I and I went and I went in the kitchen and I got like the giant bag of pepperoni, <laughs> like like three feet by three feet giant, you know, restaurant depot bag of pepperoni, and like brought it, wasn't it out. wasn't homemade. And I was like, oh my, yeah, <laughs> no. and I was like, look, pepperoni. And um, I, th- I think I got written up for that. Because, uh, yes. the customer... In those kinds of places, the customer's always right. Uh. <laughs> yes. So I had to take it off her check. That's the good thing about bartending. Mm-hmm. The customer's
0: always right, but I choose who the customer is. Yeah, so, yes. Know.
1: And sometimes they're wrong. That's the thing. And you sometimes have,
0: they're drunk. You have no... <laughs> and it's not authority. You have no control over when you're, when you're a waiter. Yeah. When you're a bartender, you're like, you have a little more control. People are... More respectful to you when you bartend. Yes. I like to
1: say the customer is always drunk.
0: There we are. (laughs) Cheers to that. Let's do a clink. Clink. Do you need another drink? I very rarely drink, you know, but because I'm here with you, (laughs) that would be magical.
1: Thank you. Could we please have another round of of tequila? Yes, please. And I'll have another Negroni, Jorge. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Silence I as right. we drink. Like I know. It. No, no silence. This is, this is audio. Um, so I have a little segment. Um, I'm going to try to remember what it's called. <laughs> it's called, You Won't Believe the Fucking Day I Had. Whoa. And I know. And it is basically, um, what I miss about bartending is people walking in mm-hmm. and being like, Charlene, you won't believe the fucking day you I had. You won't
0: believe the fucking day
1: Yes. And then they tell me their day and i i've been trying to get people to write in and tell me stories um, but i've had a few miscommunications but i have one that someone wrote in um, and i'm, I'm excited because it's a crazy story i'm excited because um, my life has been pretty boring as a bartender. i know i well, miss these stories i had i yes that's I what i miss i really miss them. sweater off cuz i got warm um, and then, also, I like to tell one. And this week I had a little trouble because... Oh, thank you, Stuart. Stuart took my sweater. Um, oh, nice. Because... I know, he's great. Because um, lately nothing has been happening. That's it. And <laughs> so it's hard to everything, tell. Everything... It doesn't, it doesn't quite suck. We're all a little bit average at the moment. Yeah. Nothing's gone really pear-shaped. Not, not at the moment, but nothing is nothing is really happening. But well, nothing's... Happening. <laughs> <laughs> I go to work, I come home, I see. Yeah. And so you know, very wait. few people come in, very little interaction with the people because yep. there's, there's they're the, the only the 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 people are there. Everyone yeah. is
0: very isolated yes. and lost at the moment. I think their bad days, their TV, their cable went out. Oh it's my God. That thing Or oh the, the delivery thing. guy <laughs> forgot my sauce. <laughs> oh no, it's the end <laughs> of the world. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when things are that. <laughs> no, we've got bigger fish to fry than that one. But no I, I, I can't wait to hear other people's bad stories. Forgive um, me. <laughs> so
1: this is from my friend, so I have to I have to format it. So this is from SB and it says um, Dear Charlene, you won't believe the fucking day i had. <laughs> um, I live in Kensington, where I also live. A neighborhood notoriously difficult to find parking in. Angela, do you have a... You don't have a car. I have a car. You have a car. I live on 43rd Street. I have a car. Okay, so you understand. I you do understand. The, I,
0: I, I do the hydrant park when I come home from work at night and set my alarm for 5 a.m. to move my car at 5 a.m. Oh,
1: man. Open to God someone is an early morning worker, <laughs> and in it goes. I don't know if people that don't live in New York understand just how crazy it is. Maybe. I mean, parking's not easy anywhere, but, but it's New York. <laughs> in New York, I was living in Park Slope, and I thought that was bad. No Park but, Slope, but yeah. no Park Slope. No Park Slope. And then they put but in city bikes. Yes. Ah. Yes. So they took up, and now restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now you've got the fallout shelters no. outside yes, of the restaurants, exactly. and we can never do Thank it again. You.
0: Um, to you, my lord. Cheers. Cheers. That was Young Henry drop me a drink. Cheers to you, Henry.
1: Oh, wait, we got to do it. The do a This blink. bar is fantastic. I know. Cheers. People should come here Come more. to meetings. <laughs> so, um, the thing with Kensington and SB talks about it. She said, you've got a mixture of large apartment buildings and lots of one family houses with driveways and I'm going to add and many illegal driveways mm-hmm. and some blocks have like four or five parking spots on one side because of this. Um, and also, in that neighborhood, there, I feel like 60% of all New York City cab drivers live in that neighborhood. Oh. So, there are so many I cars. I know that. And then, yes. And then on top of that, it's like a, like a bedroom community. So, at least in Park Slope, some of the parking spots were taken by um, people that went out to a restaurant or went out to a yeah. bar. And then... You know, at night, they got in their car and went back to their neighborhood. It's and not so that
0: fluid. I wish it was more fluid it, like that. It was a little fluid, though. Sunset Park is a little more fluid like that. It, oh, it, it that's moves good. It in the day. You can sit there and a little pinky out the oh, I heard it out the window. <laughs> like, grab your keys and run. And you, it is a little more fluid like that. In Kensington, so
1: at 6 p.m., it's over. It's done. That's it. You I are go not going to find a spot. <laughs> if you get home at 6.01... Too bad. I I don't know what you're gonna do. I mean, I've heard stories of people parking <laughs> and then taking an Uber home from their parking spot. I did that a few weeks it's, ago. Wow. They
0: they actually I, they were repaving my street, so that meant okay. no no parking. Yeah.
1: So or this thing where they just like tow your car to somewhere else and you have to find it. Have you That's, had that happen to you?
0: Not in many many years. <laughs> not that? not yeah. not in so this. Thank God. No, that I'm, in, I'm more. I, I'd say. Not an adult, but more grown up. That has not happened. <laughs> I'm more aware of that one, so I, I try to keep an eye on it. <laughs>
1: um, so, SB says on my block across the street, there are a row of such houses separated by driveways, which leaves a specific number of parking spots to use for us little people who do not have driveways to park our cars or live in apartment buildings that don't have garages. Um, so, there is this space right in front of my building where you get two perfect spots that can be used as long as you're not an asshole parking your car in such a way as to use both spots. That's the worst. That's the fucking worst. Um, So, one car, white sedan, Florida plate, was parked, not quite in the middle, but not quite forward or backward either. Like, if it was parked just a tad more forward, there would be a clear spot behind without having to be bumper to bumper. So, I managed anyway to park there. What's in this drink? So I managed anyway to park there,
0: (laughs) but it had to be
1: bumper to bumper so as not to block the driveway. I thought, well, maybe he's going to get the hint for next time. Uh, I am assuming it's a he for obvious reasons to be confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) There was plenty of room in front of his car, so there was a driveway, two parking spots, and another driveway. So even if you're right on his bumper, he can just pull out front. Um, so, there was plenty of room in front of his car. Not only the room he left that was too small for another car to park, but there is another driveway there anyway. All he has to do is move forward to get out of the parking spot. Three days later, because if you find a good spot, you leave it there. You're not moving. You're not moving it until alternate side. I, uh, I own a car. <laughs> I've never never drive again. Yeah, just move it just side the Exactly. Together. Exactly. Um, so. I'm riding my bike home and looking at my car. I see a dent in the driver's door. (laughs) I also see some kind of paper in the windshield. (laughs) I take the paper, an empty envelope, and it says, why would you block up somebody's bumper, you asshole? We'll report to your insurance. (laughs) Yellow card. Yeah. (laughs) Meow. People are rough about these things. Mm -hmm. This neighborhood. So there's... Um, there are two neighborhood Facebook groups that I'm aware of in Kensington, and almost all of them are dedicated to parking. Like, all anybody I wants to talk about is parking. It's, is it? it's, oh, yeah. Oh, Kens- my Lord. Kensington, I Kensington know. has some very interesting Facebook groups. There's
0: a group. park slip when but it really turned into a Like Yes. Someone left the dog out. The garbage wasn't tied correctly. i like, I can't read this.
1: But the parking bit's funny. Kensington is parking and traffic. And a lot of lost cats.
0: <laughs> the, wait a like, minute. I don't know is there if there's correlation like some between the, kind of a wait, monster, that monster, some kind of vampire. There? Lost cats. I'm hang on. A lot of lost cats.
1: <laughs> so, SB, right? <laughs> she gets this note. She's furious. She remembers two things about the car. White sedan, Florida plate she didn't get a picture of it. <laughs> so... It's
0: a big orange on the back, and that's all you need to know.
1: <laughs> so she says, That white car was familiar. Like, I've seen it in the neighborhood. I rode my bike around, envelope in pocket, to see no. if I could find it. Around the block, I see it. White, beat-up car with Florida plates. <laughs> that screams, owned by an asshole. <laughs> I take a photo of the plate and then put the envelope on the windshield and I'm about to leave when this guy who happens to be double parked asks me, hey, what's wrong with this car? Why you take a photo? That's my car. I say, so that guy has two cars? I say, because the asshole who drives it hit my car on purpose. He denies it's him, says his car was parked there for days. I'm caught by surprise. Didn't expect to have to confront any asshole right at the moment. I doubt the car was parked there for a for the day because it's Thursday and Wednesday is alternate side parking. Hmm. So well, so for those of you that don't know, alternate side parking is um, on a specific cleaning. day of the week, let's say it's Monday from... 9.30 T- to 11 a.m. From, that's mine. Yeah, Monday, 9.30 to 11 a.m. On the left side of the street, you have to move your car. Nobody can be parked there from yes. 9.30 to 11. So in New York... What most people do double is park double on park on the opposite side, which is a whole other set yes, of rules. because they of put of in nonsense. a bike lane
0: randomly overnight, and we all did our <laughs> double <laughs> parking. And we all
1: got a bloody ticket Yeah. the bike lane. I'm like, no one told us this wasn't yes. happening. And now you have to park on the other side of the bike lane, which is essentially in the middle of the street, so, nothing so get by none is. of the like, UPS trucks or FedEx trucks a, I, get by. I,
0: <laughs> I always have an envelope with Angela and my phone number below it that's in my dashboard when I... Do it Call me if I'm annoying
1: you. I you know you what. Move your car. I am going to tell my alternate side story after this. I was I didn't have a current story, and now I have a there past story, and now I'm going to tell my story. I also right.
0: threatened to or, like cow tip or urban tip someone's um, tiny little smart car one day because I was pu- reversing into the space and they pulled in behind me. And, and I'm like, that's not oh, etiquette, no. not etiquette. And at the time it was a rental car that I had and they accused me of having jersey plates and not knowing. And I'm like, all of a sudden my oh. New York accent got a little stronger, <laughs> or maybe it was my Dublin accent got a little bit, hang on, a Jays a second, <laughs> and it was like, And I tapped on the window, actually
1: gave the whistle, roll it down, they were like, oh no. Also, you know no. what makes me mad about those smart cars? They're actually designed to be able to just 90-degree oh, yes. park. Absolutely. But they can't. Well, you, it's not legal in New York. They'll get a ticket. Exactly. It's so crazy because they're meant to be able to just squeeze into a tiny Sideways. little spot. In but Europe, they're not that's allowed. that's what they do. Yeah. It's so stupid. All right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Forgive so, me for interrupting what, the interview. No, no. story. We have to, we have to interrupt. Florida, so. We have to interrupt. So let's yeah. see. Where were we with SB? They so, also gave my car tickets two weeks ago. I was parked on
0: my street on a Monday uh-huh. on the right side of the street, halfway up the block, by the key food, 8 a.m., down this way, because the trucks have to do the, the turn in there. Uh huh. They put in a new sign while my car was parked there and gave me a ticket while my car was parked
1: there. I'm like, oh, they had not so much.
0: <laughs> not so much for you with the parking ticket. They no, 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 no. to do that. Oh, I went, oh, no, no, no. the whole letter was written today. Dears this has Sir. been the
1: I Know the Parking podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all
0: changed into that one, hasn't it? But, you know,
1: so it like goes, Rudy, we gotta got to let it go where it's going to go. We, tur- we turned it to Rudy Giuliani
0: <laughs> and my cousin Vinny and all this nonsense last week. <laughs> <laughs> Pass to action. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> How dare you. The guys so, laughed at me when I objected while they were doing, giving me a ticket. I'm putting it in the sign. I'm like...
1: They did it while they were putting in the sign? I was going
0: to, to my car and they were putting in the sign and the guy was writing me a ticket and I'm like... While they're putting in the sign? Absolutely. And I'm like, hang on a chase a second in my best Dublin accent. What? That's crazy. Uh, did you take a picture of them putting in the sign? Oh, I did. They smiled. They all posed for it. They did you did fight it. it? Absolutely. Did you win? I certainly did.
1: Awesome. Goodbye, that's $95 crazy. ticket. Easy.
0: <laughs> oh my they God. They were so proud of smiling and laughing. They were like... It's not our fault. I swear to God. It's, like, it's, it's, it's just our job. But I'm like, I get that, but you're in my... It's my car, so there it was. Thank God for... I, I love New York humor. When things go south <laughs> and people are like, I swear, I'm just doing my job. Just doing just, my job. Just doing
1: it. I know. I always want to yell at them for giving me a ticket. And I'm like... Well, they heard a whistle like, of like, heard across the street. And then they were like... <laughs> I yeah. run over, I'm like... Did you put it in? And they're like, I put it in. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. they can't undo it. Um, but it's, it's like a like computer. You can take
0: a picture of the sign. You can take a picture of the... Can I take a picture of you all together? Sure.
1: Sure. They're like... And they posed. <laughs> and they were the nicest fellas in the world. They got the peace signs just up. up yeah. They got their arms around each other. <laughs> they were all just doing the jobs. And there they were. You know, so whatever. But
0: it's New York, but it's a pain in the arse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so SB, mm-hmm. basically, she gets into an argument with this guy... And then she's like, "All right, well, Florida I got man? your plate. I got your plate on my phone." And she left. And then the next day she went to do her laundry around the corner. And then right in front of the laundromat, she sees what? A different white sedan with a Florida plate. Uh-oh. So she stopped and took a picture of that, too. And then the next day, she saw a third white sedan Ooh. with a Florida plate. So she probably got into an argument with the wrong What's person. What's the attraction to Kensington for Floridians? What's going on there? I don't up there? know. I think well, the thing is that you can, um, if you like, have relatives in Florida. The insurance is so much. I think so che- yeah. it yes. it's so much cheaper. Yeah, so much cheaper. You're registered like in Florida, but you live 10% in Kensington. Ten percent of what you pay. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We all know that one. It's like that. That's another. That's another yellow card. That might be a red card actually. That's <laughs> it. Not so much. That's so wrong. (laughs) What's the chance of three Florida white sedans? I thought Jersey was the white car state. Yeah,
1: I don't know why you would have a white car in Brooklyn. I also don't know why you would have like why you would be. I mean, you should expect to get your bumper hit. I have if you park in Brooklyn. I have an old car that my friend gave to me, but the engine
0: is fantastic. But that has bumps, bumps at the front. Someone actually tried to spray paint over the scrape where they squeezed out and they did such a bad spray paint it's just dripping silver paint down the thing and it's like
1: Wait a stranger uh, hit your car and then
0: tried to spray, paint, spray paint it? Spray paint over it They were, they were very hilarious. sweet They were nice
1: But it's like <laughs> both
0: wings are gone But in the middle of um, closed down pandemic Uh huh I'm cruising along 5th Avenue at a cool you know 30 miles an hour going down and I I'm going to turn down 17th Street and I get bang and 60 miles an hour a guy hit me my car spun
1: Oh my god and I
0: slammed and he gets out he's like, I'm so sorry, didn't even see. I'm like, it's a silver car there's not another car on the road. We're in shutdown. That's so.
1: Cra- that's why he's going so fast. Yeah, his car was destroyed. My tank was fine, the, thank God. The speed limit in New York is 25 miles an hour. Yeah. By the way, the, almost everywhere. Okay, the highways was go up to 45. <laughs> it, was like,
0: it was a Tuesday afternoon. It was nothing going on. It slammed me, and uh, but it's a pandemic. Like, what are you rushing to? Him and his. He had his poor dog in his hand. I felt sorry for him, but is the front of his car was completely destroyed. Wow. There's a dent in the back of my tank, so
1: um, we're good for that one. I have an alternate side story that I haven't told in a long time, but this reminds me of it. It was back when I was working at Commonwealth. I was the quote manager. I did not know you were there. You didn't know I was a I Commonwealth. Didn't. I did not know you were right there for the six day. years.
0: Of I, course, you guys are great friends and partners in crime, yeah, but I did not yeah. know that.
1: That's why You know what I used to come into Stone Park with Ray And Ray would get the like Oh we know Ray treatment And I was like Just somebody that would be with oh, him And I remember <laughs> when
0: You all made a reservation I think maybe It was around the holidays And I was like It's Charlene And it
1: was like <laughs> Ray I, and Charlene And I'm like Hey Charlene How are you I know That was when the tables Finally turned And I got some recognition So
0: It's a lady who so from- drinks Vangelico yeah. <laughs> No It was so lovely though. It was such, uh, You know the great thing about you is, a, as you came in and drank with me on those those mm-hmm. nights, your Wednesday nights after doing your workout, I do, You know, I knew you worked in a bar, but I did not know you were. And then it was like I own my bar, Charlene's. <laughs> and then even that, like you were your partners with Ray. I, I knew a little, but I didn't. But that's the beauty of you. It's like you don't. Oh. Thank and I, you. I, I, knowing you and talking to you, you're the hardest working woman in show business. You're like, I work my ass This thing. Why? Are, I worked. Yeah, I do it. Bar, it bartending work. is. And it's, you see, it's a work ethic, I and mean, then what you do in it. So I've only worked in bars. I've never owned, and it's really. That's I. am so. I. I have so much respect for you in that oh, way.
1: Thank you. Oh,
0: come on, Petal, you know that. <laughs> you truly know that. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, I guess, I guess I'll tell my parking story now. Uh, I'm, sorry I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: like, now, had, now I'm all choked up. I've had two, um, two lead-mouth soup. I'm wait. really sorry. You know what? This I'll tell this story first before. I, this is what I was going to tell because I didn't have a story, but my staff gave me a card this week. Really? It says, thanks for doing what you do. And it is I like a, the elephant. Thanks for being big-hearted you and all my staff, it says Charlene and Stuart. Thanks for <laughs> sidekick <laughs> and Stuart. Thanks for oh, <laughs> thanks for putting in all the effort to keep us open. And all my staff signed it. And it's so I well deserved. I cried when I got it. It's so well deserved. And um, before I before I had this parking story, I was like, "Well, I don't have that many stories to read, so May I'm just going to read at this card." I yeah, the yeah. yeah. On the front. there's an elephant on the front, With a and bunch they gave of us gift certificates to get manicures. You're they're like, they're like, are like your amazing. nails are beat, so fix and you know that. it's like. We spoke, <laughs> I think this
0: is fantastic. It's so well deserved, truly truly. Like I say, i have been obvious you in so many ways. I, you are. No, I mean, I have
1: you. Scale <laughs> it
0: back. Scale it back. I'm Irish. Oh. Scale it back. No. But it's true. it's true. And it's like, people should do this more. And I, I, I touched up earlier, like, you know me from Stone Park. hmm And I work for Josh. i mm-hmm. Josh Foster at Stone Park. Mm-hmm. I, I know from Tribeca. This year, during shutdown, everything, he was... We had one day off. Mm-hmm. That's 16th. We, I got wow. St. Patrick's Day off. Thank God. I got <laughs> the first time ever. Hooray! <laughs> Thank you. I finally got it off. And we... Came back in strong that Wednesday and what, how we we're going to reinvent ourselves and what we're going to do. Yeah. And it was this work ethic, it's how we're going to do it, how we change things in that restaurant and how we do it. You, our safest house, coming to ours. We change, everything's automatic, light switches, things like that. Mm-hmm. Feel safe in ours, and it's the same with your restaurant, yeah. and it's wonderful. To have somebody like yourself and Josh, people that love and truly, truly treat their staff like family. Yeah It's a unique that's And rare thing And I'm such a lucky person mm-hmm. And I really mean that It's like This has been a tough year we're, yeah. We've touched over In a very glib way mm-hmm. But
1: I don't mean it that way Yeah It has been a rough Tough year I don't fault anybody For like Not being able To make it through mm-hmm. Because but I was, This um, has been No We're, um, we're really lucky That pe- the place is surviving our, yes. our city
0: A place of have People we place we love And people we know Are gone I know and it's it's really I think that's you know it's like it's so important. I'm I didn't have to go on unemployment. Yeah, I didn't have to. That's do that. great. I was that's kept really great. so busy during this time, and I'm so grateful for that. But during that time, it was like, how do we change things? Before they said about the uh, putting the the light, the filters in your uh-huh. ACs, he was on top of that because he read an article about Australia. Oh wow, they were going to
1: do that, and he was like, this this is the future. Thought about it. That's what we're going to do. I had so much trouble with that when we were about to open, and they were like, everybody has to, you know, change up their air filtration, yeah. but there was no information on it. Not at all. And I, you know, I had my my HVAC guy, and I called him up, and he, like, basically ghosted me. And then I <laughs> asked... <laughs> my HVAC guy ghosted me. I'm really busy. And then... Yeah. I know. And then... Um, A friend recommended her HVAC. HVAC is heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Air conditioning systems. Um, So that's that's who you need to call. (laughs) Yeah, so that's who you call to get your air filtration done. And then my friend recommended her HVAC guy, and I called him up, and I was like, do you know what MERV 13 is? Do you know this and that? And he had no idea. And then I saw an HVAC truck parked on the corner. (laughs) And I went there, and oh. I, like, found the guy. He Like, I saw him coming out of another store, and I was like, hey, can you come in? Can you help me with my of filters? Of course you did. That's, that's why you're, you, you are
0: you. This
1: and I is got, You're amazing. And I got this guy on a ladder, and he's, like, <laughs> looking at my system. And I'm like, you know, do you know what MERV 13s are? And he also had no idea. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. i got to figure this out. And then I finally got through to my original HVAC guy, and he knew what to do. Um, But... You know, by then I had already ordered the filters and I had yeah. measured, and I like um, ultraviolet
0: lights. No way. Yeah. But it, this was—he was on top of this back in like April. Wow. Like, I read about this in Australia. They cannot reopen until, and was on top of our people, and they were like, "Oh, we, we will find this. And we'll do it," and uh, it was amazing to watch the, the "we will survive" attitude mentality, and it was particularly like people that worked for him for a long time and it was like we we, I never got to make my banana bread, to make you never to bread. Make banana I kept working the whole time <laughs> but thank God for that I like, truly I truly mean that my idle mind would have gone insane if I, I was I, at home to
1: bugger all I didn't get to make banana bread but we did close <laughs> for for um, a month and a half mm-hmm. um but on March 16th, I got COVID. Oh! <laughs> on March 16th. Mm-hmm. On the day that we closed. Oh, oh my. And Stuart got it on the 17th. So. Was that the so, Monday? That was. The Monday that we closed was the 16th, right? Because we, we, yes, yes, yeah, we had to close Friday's at 8. Yes, we had to close at 8. o'clock. Was a Tuesday. Yes.
0: Henry came and down to our bar, your your partner <laughs> in crime, came down
1: and was like, Charlene's not feeling well. I'm like, why are you in my bar? Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> and I mean, in the loveliest and, way. I love you. Get out. I know. And. <laughs> And Stuart was like, "You have to go have a meeting with your partners. Like everyone's freaking out. We have to go." And I was like, "I don't think I'm supposed to. I like I feel like I have a cold." And he was Stuart was like, "You have to." And thank God, like thank God, I didn't infect them. We like stayed we away okay. from each other.
0: You, you did not. Um, did you have a bad time, or were you were you? Um, okay?
1: I didn't have a great time. I what, was um, like a bad I
0: flu, have, or was it more? It
1: was well. I have asthma. Me too. And it was. The beginning so it was scary and I was going back and forth with like is it the thing this isn't the thing I think it's the thing no it can't be the thing yeah and then Stewart got sick the next day and he never gets sick when I get sick so Superman got so sick? yeah so he got it and then I was really sick with a fever for like four or five days and You know, I had trouble with my asthma, but I have, like... I've had trouble before, so I have, you know, things I do. I I go in the bathroom and turn on the shower, and Uh I take extra asthma medicine, and I sleep sitting up, and I do all these things, Um, but Stuart's never been through that, so, like, I had nine and one, like, dialed for, like, three days, Uh, you know? I'm like, like, I got nine and one, like, just tell me to hit the other one, One. and we'll do it. (laughs) And then... Both of our fe- fevers broke, and we started feeling a little better. And that's when we read about the loss of taste and smell, and that's when we were like, "Oh shit, we really, we really had it. Like, ah. like we definitely had it." And then you know, we went and we got antibody tests months later, and we had the antibody. You for and a week, block. so you didn't bother each other. You were okay. That, that, <laughs> <the
0: best. laughs> Thank God for the loss of taste and smell. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, but then when we realized that like the city's not opening up anytime soon, yeah. we were like, "Oh shit, we better open the bar." And we did To Go, and it was That's that great. first day. It was so amazing to, like, see everybody again. Yes. It's a nice and thing
0: in the world, I say, every time, whether... I miss my regular sitting in my bar. I miss mm-hmm. talking to them about their cats. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that yeah. in a clip way. whatever they talk to me about that, they know I've got a cat. They, they just chat to me in general. They, we get on great, and I'm so lucky. But I, I see them now, they come in, they're like, oh, they call and they're like, a place to go, to. is that Angela? Like, hey, mm-hmm. so then I'm like, how are you? <laughs> and then I know from the order who it is, if I did not know their name in, in the pet way. Mm-hmm. Hello, pet. Uh-huh. Now I know exactly who you uh-huh. are. Just and by the you, eyes. Because you can the rest No, of I never saw the eyes. it's just by the, the voice and what they ordered to drink. Oh, that's too oh. funny. And then it was like, and now it's like, I have a little bit of a Middleton waiting for you to keep you warm on the way home now. It's got cold. A little bit something on the way, yeah. You know, I now know you, it's I legal, you, but that's, that's not a charge. That's just uh, on the way home, keep it warm. I love my, my regulars, I miss them so much. A few of them have moved away and moved out of state, etc. I don't understand they're looking after their families, yeah. And I'll miss them, and I really mean that. But it's but some of them around there, but they make sure they order for me once a week, and it's really lovely. That's great. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like people love you. Same thing. It's come <laughs> in to see you. Come to your bar. They do. And I've never been so
1: grateful. I'm like, hey, you're in. How are you? And now it's like, how are you doing? What's going on? It's funny because we have maybe 30 customers, oh. and they come in, you know, like at least three days a week. Yeah. And we don't have any more than that, you know, like like nobody new is coming in, but it's those same 30 same. that are keeping the doors I open. I wish I
0: wish I was <laughs> like, as a, as a bartender, and I'm working at night, and I get off at 10 before. At the restaurant we were closed but I was at by 10 and bars open until midnight. And now we've got the curfews at 10 and I'm like, yeah, and I got to go
1: home. <laughs> I miss
0: going to a bar after work. I miss my decompression. 90% yes. of the time I drive, I come in to say hello. I live a few blocks away so I'll drop my car and walk down. But I miss that so much. I miss I miss my family. Yeah. And I don't mean, we all have our in-bar family, we have yes. our other bar family yeah. and I truly totally miss that so much. Yeah. Now, Vaccines, everything else. I really hope it all works out for us.
1: Yeah. What time is it? All right. I guess we can end on that note. Can we? What's the uh, yeah? Why what not? was the worst day question that you terrified me for a week? I'm like, what's the worst? Oh, tell ever me. Had? It, I didn't say it was the worst day no, you ever had. It wasn't. I it said, tell me a story about your day. You want to tell me a story about your day? You wanna My day a- today. My day today was yes. great. It's and so
0: I woke up this morning, very very nervous. I was doing a podcast. with <laughs> I'm not used to speaking publicly. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> That somebody, my friend Jason, who does not drink, is my favorite bartender in the world and my best friend, mm-hmm. and he's moving home to England in January, oh. and I'm going to miss my best friend in the world.
1: Oh. At the beginning of this,
0: right before we shut down, my friend Jason went to the doctor for a regular checkup, some simple, and had open-heart surgery,
1: <gasps>
0: and was at my mandate's.
1: On the day?
0: It was that Thursday coming into the, hey, we're going to shut down, we're going to shut down.
1: Uh-huh. That Thursday, he
0: went to the hospital, and they were like, he's going to have open-heart surgery. And it may be long-winded, and I apologize. That Monday, it was like, he's in there. We shut down. I'm like, what are we going to do? I'm like, Jason's going to come home with me and stay with me. He's my, he was my roommate for seven years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's my foxhole. If we're in a foxhole, that's my man. Okay. And it was the best of times. It was the worst so during that. He, they operated him on the Wednesday, and he came home on the Saturday. They wanted to get out. He didn't get affected. and he stayed with me. I'm glad my partner in crime but now I'm going to miss him. He
1: was with you for seven months? Uh, For seven weeks.
0: Seven weeks. Seven weeks. It felt like seven months to him. (laughs) We were roommates for seven years. Uh Uh-huh. And now it's like that's what it was. So it was
1: like your quarantine friend except you weren't quarantined.
0: So in this dream last night it was like I've got to do this interview. He was laughing during the week. He's like you're so simple. You worked in bars. We Yeah. I had a dream. He spiked my drink last night (laughs) and I was so I couldn't speak. He's like I can't believe you drank that. I'm like and he's like, Ang, it's so simple. You're hanging out with someone you really like. It's going to be so nice. And I'm like, and that's what this evening was. It's so lovely. Aww. Simply sit down with you. It's so nice. I was so terrified Thank all day. You. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I tried not to terrify you. And in the background, at the end of this interview, is was one of my favorite songs by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I love that. I really love that. Very, very much.
1: <laughs> I'm wondering... I'm wondering if it's bad etiquette to not tell the story I was going to tell. Go tell it. Or if I should just tell it. Tell D- it. The driving story. Okay. All right. I'll tell I my. Really I'll tell my. Screwed you up on that one, didn't I? I, I don't remember. I mean, that's how conversations <gasps> go. I know it happens. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> do go on. <laughs> Please do go on. I, I know on Stewart's podcast they get interrupted and they never come back around, but I feel like I promised the know story. Billy Conley is. All right. Um, comedian? He's a Scottish comedian. Oh, he was, like, head of the class.
0: No. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a great... Sc- but he, he was he head of the t- class, right? Yeah. He, was, he was on this... Yeah, uh, he, he was went head to of it. the class. And he'd start this thing, and, <laughs> and someone would be like, and how are you, Billy, and what's going with your family? Like, And he'd like, start a story. And they would say, well, this happened, and he'd, like, and he'd go on with this whole story, but at the very end, of it, would come back to uh-huh. the beginning, where someone... The beginning of the story, so for being rude and I okay. wish I was Billy, but he, I was wish, he was head of the class
1: I wish I was as smart Billy Conley <laughs> but we're coming back to you on your full story because I'm a very rude
0: guest alright
1: so mm-hmm. I was going to tell a, a parking an alternate side parking story <laughs> that um, so years ago when I was the manager of Commonwealth part of my duties were I would because I had a car I had a jeep I would Pick up Ray, You're the owner cheap. of Commonwealth. Yes, Ray is a gentleman. and I would yes, and I would take him to Jetro, the restaurant depot. Ray got married Stone work By the way, I was there. I, <laughs> I was not. I am very upset. I was not. You not, weren't there. I
0: was not that one. I was. Work, I was working in the restaurant, but you were in events. Oh but no! But that was, a, that was a, a very proud moment for us all that Ray, got, Ray chose to get married there. Yeah. That's like, what a great neighborhood. What
1: a great family. Yeah. Yeah. Incestuous
0: bartending family. Very, that we are. very
1: incestuous. So, part of my job was pick up Ray, take him to Jetro, we get all the supplies for Commonwealth for the week, mm-hmm. and then I get to pick out one thing for myself. That was, like, part of it. Oh. So, so um, I parked on the side of the street where it was legal to park. Alternate side was on the <laughs> other side. So, what happens is, if you're parked on the legal side... They block you in. They block you in. <gasps> no! But... It was 11.25, so I still had five minutes. Um, and then the thing is, so um, growing up in Brooklyn and dealing with alternate side of the street parking, yeah. it's usually neighborhoods. So you block your neighbor in, but your neighbor knows your car, yeah. and if he needs to get out, he rings your bell. Like I say, I'm like, I put the... Yeah, thing, you put the yeah, note. Yeah. So if you're not on a block where your neighbor knows your car, then you leave a note. But a lot of people in Park Slope have moved there from other places, they see people double park, and and they don't know what the etiquette is. Absolutely. They think you're just not going to use your car if you're parked on the good side of the street. So it's 1125. I still have five minutes. I go to my car. I'm blocked in. I was like, I can't believe this, because it's not like, you know, Commonwealth was only, you know, 15 blocks from where I live. I can walk there. But... The point of that day is that I take get him to Jetro because he doesn't have a car. So I needed the car. The car was the key. So, <laughs> so I'm blocked in. I'm looking around. Does anybody know whose car this is? No, no, no. It's not 1130 yet. Um, nobody can help me. So I'm like, all right, I got to do this. So I get in my car, and I'm about four cars. So I'm parked between 4th Avenue and 5th Avenue. I'm about four cars from Fifth Avenue, so my plan is pop the car on the curb, drive on the sidewalk, no. <laughs> and then get out of the next driveway. It's like so. the Avengers movie. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell's going on here? So... You know, and now people are starting to come out. You know, everybody wants to help and be involved. So now I'm like, all right, this is what I'm doing. So, so I'm posting the way. So I, well, yeah. <laughs> so I get it on the curb, and I, I'm very slowly, and I go, like, five feet. I go ten feet. And then I get to a restaurant which, with an outdoor space and a tree. And it's too narrow for me to get. And I'm, like, ten feet from the corner. Crap. And, and I'm like, <laughs> damn it. Okay. Going the other way. So now I have to back up the entire block from 5th Avenue to 4th Avenue, which a... is actually about a quarter of a mile. You're a New York broad. <laughs> Can <laughs> so, I say that? Broad
0: is the greatest term in the world. I hope no one makes offense <laughs> no, you're No, definitely, definitely not. Block.
1: You're amazing. <laughs> so, this is fantastic. So now I'm backing down the sidewalk of... Sackett Street between Fourth and Fifth, <laughs> and I have like a neighbor running behind my car pulling like flower bed fences <laughs> up. <laughs> only New York, people, only New York. And, <laughs> and there's like driveway after driveway is also blocked in because it's alternate side, and like everyone's just blocking driveways. So I'm like, well, that house has a driveway. Nope, that's blocked in. That house has a driveway. Nope, that's blocked in. No. This fire hydrant is blocked in. So I actually backed. All the way to 4th Avenue and then popped my car off the curb and made it like 10 minutes late to pick up Ray. That's amazing. That
0: that is really...
1: Yes. And then everybody was like, ah, you should have let his air out of his tires, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, he probably didn't realize. He's probably knew the neighborhood and he doesn't understand. And then the next day (laughs) I see the same fucking guy, same license plate. Same, like, baby seat in the back from seat. Florida. and Not from Florida. <laughs> not from Florida. I don't remember where his license plate Damn was it. from. But I, like, I stared at his car for so long. I knew his license plate. I knew what his car It was definitely him. And it was, again, it was alternate side on the other side of the street. Idiots. And I was like, hey. And in my head, the conversation went like, hey, I just want to let you know you blocked me in the other day. Just leave a note next time. It's and funny. then in my head, it's he so would go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll do that. And then he went. So I hey. did the first part, and he went, "Fuck you, bitch." Oh, do you love that? You one? shouldn't park there if you have to use your car. Oh, like, do you love that? And you're like, oh, what? What, what just happened? Oh, that's so sweet. What just happened? <laughs> and he got in his car and drove off. So, well, that's that's the, my. He's very lucky. He's very yeah. lucky. Yes. He drove yes. off. He's very lucky. I'm that like, that not so much off. for you.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, that. Uh, <sighs> Oh, so, that is Life is exhausting. It's exhausting. Apart from it's exhausting. we've got, the with pandemics, alternate side parking.
1: I know. I actually got a parking... I have a parking spot now, so... Oh, I'm, you're so I'm lucky. I'm so that lucky. Is, that is... It is life-changing. Like I've got it's a fireplace, a washer dryer, changing. and a parking space. I'm like... I it's don't have thin- a washer dryer. Oh. I sort of do. I have one in the bar. I bring my dirty clothes to the bar and clean them in the basement. <laughs> I have so much respect for you, Italian. Can't, can't but but, they but I I about a little less than a year ago, it's um, it's the a, it's a little things. The in building though, called there? me up and they were like, a parking spot opened up because I was on the list. A parking oh, spot opened up in your building and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And so now I basically drive into my building like a Batman. Like, no. Like, it's inside. Can I be Alfred? (laughs) Sure. It's amazing. I'm not Robin. I don't look good in tights. No, no. I'm Alfred. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. With the accent. I could do the dodgy British accent too. I promise you. But it's life-changing because... Absolutely. They're, like, you plan your whole day around alternate side parking. But someone like yourself, you've worked so hard. You You own bars. You worked your ass
0: through bars. You deserve a parking space. Thank you. Deserve you deserve Batman. I think I
1: you, do. You are. You deserve to be Batman status <laughs> at
0: this stage. You really do. All right. And I really mean that. It's like cheers to you and thank cheers. you for thinking uh, of me.
1: Thank you for um, being no a
0: only. guest. Oh, I know the parking. we' all know parking Podcast.
1: now. Um, I think we'll wrap. We it up. We overparked. Like we didn't overdrink. We overparked. <laughs> we over. Yeah, we overparked. Truly, it's um, a
0: pleasure to be with you.
1: Thanks. You too.
0: It was so good to see you. Come back to my barstone um, Park whenever we're Please. I back. will.
1: Um, we always go there for our anniversary. I know you do.
0: Um, and we, again, it's like I'm with Ray. I'm like, no, no. Ray's with you. <laughs> and I will
1: always think of that. I really right. will. You good.
0: Always. always. Ray, steward.
1: if you're listening, I win. Hello, Ray. I win. Um, <laughs> so if you'd like to send us a tip... Um, and any tips go to keeping the bars open. Um, to Minis. You Venmo, yes, you can Venmo minis, minis at minis underscore bar at Venmo. And you can Venmo Hinterlands at Hinterlands Bar at Gmail. And, um,
0: to, bar, um, to, bar this is
1: to Bar Families. To Bar Families. To Bar Families. And this has been I Know the Owner. It's been a pleasure. I Thank Know you. the Owner. I Know you. You know I me. Know the <laughs> Owner.
0: And I also know the other two others. <laughs> It's really been a pleasure. Thanks so much for thinking of me. Thanks honestly. for
1: being on here, Angela. It's so good talking to you.
0: Oh, so lovely to talk to you. Thanks. I miss you being on my bar. I really miss you there. Here's me. Right. I'm sorry you're, I'm, I don't mean that. I'm sorry you're married.
1: Her. You're sorry I'm <laughs> sorry you're married. I, I really
0: loved it when she was single and sent on my bar. It was fantastic. <laughs> we are the greatest chats in the world. I know the I know not I know the